Welcome to First Unitarian Society of Minneapolis, the birthplace of Congregational Humanism. We carry on that tradition of free thought today, dedicated to promoting a free search for truth, meaning, and justice. Our web address is firstunitarian.org. I'm David Breeden, Senior Minister. Welcome. Let's, let's face it, people do not love the unknown. We want to know, to explore, sure. Uh, we want to have information. We want to be competent in every situation, don't we? That's why we use phrases such as savoir-faire. Everyone wants savoir-faire. All right. Everybody wants to have a can-do attitude and be able to follow through with it. Even Phil. Yes, Phil, you, you know you want savoir-faire. It's not what we get, however, uh, no matter how much we want it sometimes. Some things can trip us, even me up. I admit it. It trips us up. And all, there are all kinds of unknowns out there, from not quite understanding instructions that, you know, with the bus driver, I'm getting older, so I don't hear about three-fourths of what anyone says anymore. That's a little mess up. But, you know, we can also have, you know, those big existential questions kind of mess up our afternoon. It's, it's hard to stay flexible all the time. As many of you know, I'm fascinated by how human beings use language and how language uses us uh, and how it changes meanings over time with different cultural uh, emendations coming in all the time. Uh, language both allows us to say what we're thinking and try to grasp reality, but it also hides reality because we're stuck in the language that we have. Well, the proverb that is most famous, I think, about the unknown is, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. And that's what I want to think about today, because maybe contemporary folk don't quite understand everything that phrase means. I mean, it first occurs in 1546 in English, uh, in the printed word, 1546, in a book by an Englishman, John Haywood, in a collection of Proverbs. Now, he did not pretend to have written this. This was part of the proverbial use of cliches within the language, even in 1546. And at that time, it said, no man ought to look a gean horse in the mouth. Well, we know that gean will become given, right? No one should look a given horse in the mouth. We don't use it that way anymore, except in sort of legalese things like your given name. But otherwise, that used in English has now disappeared. Haywood didn't claim to make this up. This was already very common. But why do we have something like this in the language that has been in there for so long? Well, human beings and horses have been interacting for a very long time, and we have gotten uh, used to each other over time. Now, I used to raise horses, and the first thing that anybody does 
One of the first things, if you're looking at a horse, is you look at its teeth. It's just something horse people do. Uh, those of you who are horse people, you know, we touch horses. That's what we do when we see a new horse. Uh, it just, we, we do it, you know, beautiful horse, and then we check their mouth. But, yeah, isn't that a little bit like looking at the price tag that inadvertently got left on the bottom of your birthday present, right? <laughs> Doesn't it seem a little bit ungrateful to look in there? Because the fact is, horses' teeth do reveal a lot. The phrase long in the tooth is also a metaphor for aging horses. Can you tell who's older and how old they are? I'll leave that one up to you. But it's about being ungrateful. The fact is, don't look in a horse's mouth. A gift horse in the mouth has existed as long as it has because somehow in the English language, we have viewed a lot of ungratefulness over time haven't we? There's been a lot of ingratitude, and it seems to happen all the time. I mean, if ingratitude weren't a common occurrence, we wouldn't have cliches like, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. We would just say, huh, uh, I, I don't have words, right? For what you just did, you ungrateful, I, I, I don't have words. But no, we have a cliche that falls off our tongue trippingly. As a matter of fact, we could even get our finger waggery in here. <laughs> Don't look a gift horse in the mouth, right? <laughs> but think of a time when someone gave you something unexpected. An unexpected gift. Large or small, just now get yourself in that frame of mind. Now, since there's so much talk about ingratitude in the English language, I have to wonder if surprise, and maybe even awkward surprise, is somehow being equated with ingratitude. Because, oh, wow, you're just a little bit off, right? Can that be interpreted as ingratitude? I'm just wondering out loud. Perhaps even disbelief. Wow, I didn't expect that. Did you, I mean, it, that doesn't sound very gracious, does it? So we can be awkward when we're surprised. And here's the thing that has often been lost in that saying, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. It's something that everybody knew back in 1546, and nearly everybody knew until about 100 years ago. And that is that checking a horse's teeth is just something you do, but you know what? You don't have to, because horses are just like people. Uh, people who know horses, um, you can tell how old a horse is. You don't need to look in its mouth. Right? It, you know, I, I don't go around looking in people's mouths and say, oh, you're 45. I can see that crack in the upper whatsoever's. Right? Right? We don't, we don't have to do that. Because what you're doing then is you're going into detail, isn't it? Again, looking at a horse's teeth is like looking at that price tag. You don't need to do it. You don't have to do it. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Who had a remark there? Yes, don't look at gift horse in the mouth. Now, yes, it's, it's, you look at it with gratitude. Beautiful, stroke its mane, beautiful horse. Maybe even exchange breath. Kids, do you know that horses can't see forward? So it's not nice to stand in front of a horse? They, their eyes are actually separate. 
they're, they're, yeah, yeah, there's a lot about horses, but the horse whisperer thing, it's about breath, but they can't see you when you're standing in front of them. So next time you go up to a horse, go up to the side. That's why horse people do that, right? right? But it's about being aware of getting a gift is what the old saying is about. Because you don't need to look in a horse's mouth uh, when you get given it. You know how old it is. It's about stopping from what you always do about checking out a horse, changing the habit, and reacting in gratitude. You know, it's just a mystery, and I'm going to let that go. It's awareness about what you're going to do next and thinking through. Here comes a big present. Let me think this through. Here comes a big day. Let me think this through so I'll be a little bit prepared. By remembering the old advice, we can think deeper about our own awareness of our actions in the moment. That's what the saying is actually about, is being aware of the moment and not doing what you always do, which my, my muscle memory, I know how to open a horse's mouth. You don't do that when it's a gift. You walk up and you say, beautiful horse, right? We don't love the unknown, though. That's our problem. And it can surprise us. And even a good surprise can look like we're frightened because we're awkward. Yet, we know that change is the only constant. That's what this season is about. So what are we going to get? A lot of gift horses. This season and every season, right? The unknown, however, is a gift. The next moment is giving us that gift. It's hard not to check its teeth, right? It's hard not to look for a price tag. But wisdom tells us to experience gratitude. As we savor this fall equinox season, may we remember that while human nature is to seek control, to always know there's beauty and there's strength in not knowing, in accepting and even cherishing the unknown and what's going to happen. Next, each moment of life is an unexpected gift. Each face we meet is an unexpected gift. Every human story we listen to is a gift. May we learn to embrace the next moment and the unknown in love and acceptance. So may it be. Thanks for listening. You can find much more about humanism and what's happening at First Unitarian Society in Minneapolis by visiting our website at firstunitarian.org.